have two more ibuprofen. I'm riding it. It's time for Bet the Best with Tim and the Bear. Sit back and listen as they give you the best bets to fill your pockets with the money, the dough, the cabbage, and the moolah. Now, here's your host, Tim Mitchell and Chris Ernstein. Oh, that hurts. Episode 31. Bet the best, Tim and the Bear. It's your boys. We're back for another one. We've got NFL Week 10. We've got some uh, NBA tonight as well, NBA action. Um, we've got a uh, AFC – no, no, it's AFC North versus AFC East. Well, yeah. AFC showdown. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, who are coming in pretty fucking hot, one of the hottest teams in the league, going against a Dolphins team that is pretty fucking lousy. Um, yeah. I definitely say bottom five. I mean, they're floundering. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, just, they're kind of just out there. Instead of a dolphin, that they're kind of like some tuna, just got stuck in a can and put away in a drawer and forgot about. Is Tua playing tonight? I don't know yet. I haven't, they haven't updated it yet. It's still questionable. I don't I don't understand why it takes so long for this shit to figure out who's going to play and stuff like that. But honestly, even if he does, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, like, the Ravens have been hot. They've been cool. But, I mean, they've, they've been playing down their competition every time. Like, look at the Vikings game last week. I mean, we're wrong. The Vikings aren't terrible. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Ravens are a much better team than the Vikings. And they were down most of that game. Had to make a fourth-quarter comeback. I disagree. I think the Vikings, or at least on paper, on paper the Vikings are a really good team. Yeah. The Vikings are better than the Ravens on paper. Oh, stop that. Hell no. Are you kidding me? Lamar by himself is better than that whole offense. I don't know about that. Dude, you, um, I mean, look, the Vikings, the Vikings are all right. They're always they always look good on paper every year. And then every year, the third in the NFC, uh, the NFC North. They're behind us every year. We're not good every year. Like, but the Vikings can never just pull it out. They never figure it out. They have Dalvin Cook as a top running back. They have Thielen, Jefferson. They have uh, Kirk Cousins, who's a serviceable quarterback. Their defense is shit now. But, I mean, even with that offense, she'll be one of more than three games so far this season. Speaking of the NFC North and speaking of the Bears, that was a good showing you guys put, you guys put on last uh, last Monday. I don't want to talk about that game. We got cheated out of a win. That shit is crazy. That is absolutely insane. And, yeah. I, and I, I'm not a big opponent of refs changing outcome of a game and stuff like that. But the refs literally changed the outcome of that whole game. We stopped them on fourth down, down three, and then they call that crazy taunting call. Yeah. What? I mean, he wasn't even pulling a flag till he bumped into the player. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, I know what I saw in my eyes, and it didn't look like he was throwing a flag until he got bumped into, or he bumped into the. Yeah, until the ref bumped into my player. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, that was uh, that was crazy. That. You know the Steelers are fucking twenty and zero in Monday Night Football. Like, that's cool. Well, I can see why now they pay off the rest every damn Monday. Dude, it's insane, man. Tua didn't get a roughing the passer call that was blatant roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. Then they call pass interference on my defender when their offensive player is pushing off. Then they take a t- touchdown away from Jimmy Graham, which is a legal block for a penalty. Like it was insane the, the calls that was happening. And I'm uh, and like I said, I'm not a component of the refs change games, but th- like. That that those calls right there took away a touchdown, uh, took away a fourth down stop, took away another fourth down stop. Like it's, it's insane. Yeah, I was about five points away from winning twenty k last Monday, so we're gonna oh, uh, 
We're going to get into it. Huh? You know what's funny is I forgot to make FanDuel lineups for that lineup, and I had two of them that were like five points off, and I forgot about it the whole time. Oh, shit. I saw my FanDuel uh, account, and I was like, why do I have 40 bucks in there? I was like, what? I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it dropped from 20K to fucking pennies real quick. So, uh, but let's get let's get to it tonight. So, again, we've got uh, Ravens playing in Miami. So, did you know that uh, Lamar and both uh, Lamar and Hollywood played together when they were like kids? They're both from Miami, and they played together on like the same – in uh, high school or something? I think on a middle school team or some shit. Oh, that's cute. But, yeah. They still got that chemistry from middle school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna switch the style up. Let, let's go, let's go straight into the uh the game tonight. Um You're gonna talk about Thursday night off the bat, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So obviously, you know, you know, I, I go through this in my in my fight write-ups that I do as well. Cause it's like, okay, for instance, Max Holloway is fighting this week, mm-hmm. and he's undoubtedly the best fighter to pick DFS wise on the card. Like in his last in his last performance, he he had over like 250 significant strikes, scored yeah. a shit ton of points. It's obvious that he should be like the must start. That and, he has to be. And and, and it's, it's it's very similar to this tonight with Lamar Jackson. Um he you know he's the must start and he's obviously the most expensive player DFS wise, but I mean he is for a reason. And and with the way he runs, it's very like even if he has a bad day, he's going to get you, you know, optimal points. Yeah, a bad day for him tonight would be like 15 to 20, and that's a bad day. And then his max, he could get freaking 40. God. Yeah. Like, I mean, the man's the man's ridiculous. If you, if you, if you think you're going to – if you think you're out thinking the game tonight by not starting Lamar, you're thinking wrong. You, ha- you have to pick him in your lineup. I mean, you might – cool, don't put him in MVP. Maybe that's fine because he's expensive as hell. But he has to be there somewhere. Because if he's not, you're, you're just not you're not wanting to win then. You're one of the guys just putting that outlier thing where it's like, oh, let me put Brent Huntley in just in case Lamar gets hurt. Like stuff like that. And you're not looking to win. But you gotta put Lamar in. Have to. Yeah. And uh it's crazy that what he's been able to accomplish, and granted, none of his running backs have really been that great when they have been playing, but like they've started like four different running backs this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, De- Devontae Freeman had the big game last week. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's been in and out of that lineup. Tyson Williams in there for a little bit. But it sucks because you're trying to figure out what running back. And, and that's where it sucks tonight, what running back do you start? And at the, at the moment, I, I'm just going with none of them, to, to be honest. Latavis I think, is doubtful. Huh? Latavis is doubtful, so you can yeah, get Yeah, I mean, he didn't play last week either. And then you got Le'Veon Bell's. You got Le'Veon, Devontae Freeman. And Tyson, who doesn't even get touches anymore, but God knows he could get a touch on a goal line or something like that. Like, it's it's tough to pick and choose those running backs. And if you ping one and it happens, cool. But I mean, I'd rather go with the, I'd rather go with Mark Andrews at tight end. He gets all the targets. Marquise Brown, Rashad Bateman, people that you know are going to have the games. Devontae Freeman is is by far the the as far as DraftKings salary goes. He's sixty six hundred. Yeah, and, he, and he's coming off. Let's see. I think 13 he had, carries, he had 70 yards, carries. and touchdown. He had thir- yeah, 13 carries and three targets last week. Then you've got Le'Veon Bell, who's coming off of 11 carries, zero targets. Man, Le'Veon Bell is just fucking. I mean, still a decent week. I think he put up 10 fantasy points last week. Still, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 11, 11 carries, 50 yards, and a touchdown. Like, but then my problem is like it could be it could be nothing from any of them this week. Mm-hmm. It, it it could it could go one way or the other with those running backs. Hey, 
big time sleeper, my boy Pat Ricard, Project Pat. Pat yeah. Ricard. Yeah, he's the fullback for the uh, for the Ravens. Stop that right now, dude. Seriously, like even last week, like he he had five targets last week, three uh, three receptions, thirty five yards, and a touchdown. He's on the field all the fucking time because how, how expensive is he? One thousand. No, sorry, he's fifteen hundred. So he's, he's no, no, my bad. He's one thousand. Oh, because this is for MVP, maybe. Oh, I mean that's not bad. I was going with Daniel Smythe tonight, the other tight end for the Dolphins, as my uh kind of flyer play at eighteen hundred. Yeah, two targets last week. He's he had a lot of targets back. Was like Jaseki hurt or something? When the fuck did this happen? You talking about Daniel Smythe? Yeah, yeah. Daryl Smythe. Whatever. Smythe. Freaking <laughs> Spider- Spider-Man character out here. Yeah, so he uh, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad one either. I mean, he's he's eighteen hundred. Yeah. He was my just get. I mean, he gets a touchdown. Cool. I'm good with it right there. Honestly. Tua is listed as questionable still, so we won't have any news on that probably within the duration of this podcast, which sucks. But um, nope. let's get into those uh, th- those those regular must starts. You, you're looking at uh, Miles Gaskin. Yeah, you got to man. Oh, Miles. Ever since I mean, Malcolm Brown's been out the last three weeks, and Miles has gotten a ton of touches. He's gotten close to twenty plus touches every week the past three or four weeks. And you got that kind of volume, man. You got to get a plan. He's basically, I mean, he's going to be the whole running back in the backfield. And the Ravens like to give up a lot of fantasy points to running backs. They really do. Look at Dalvin last week. Do what Dalvin had almost 100 yards last week in the first half. Yeah. Ridiculous. A lot of it came off like a 60-yard run that he had. But Yeah, but still. With what you're saying, that the Ravens are 26th worst in the league at uh, yeah. stopping a run. So, Like, they haven't done it all year. I, there's like Their secondary is still a little iffy, too. So, but I mean, like, that's why I, I actually – Jaseki's not up there either, but I like Jaseki, too. His targets are good. Stuff like that. He gets the volume. Um, Mark eight, Andrews. Four, eight, nine, seven, six, 12. Yeah, gets a ton targets. of targets. Um, he's going to cut my lamps too. Uh, he's probably a must-start as well, but I, I put Mark Andrews as another must-start above him. Uh, there's got to be a target out there in the red zone for Lamar, and it's going to be Mark. It's going to be Mark. Uh, Marquise Brown made a couple big plays, which I may be out there, but that red zone target in the end zone is going to be Mark Andrews all day. Uh, Marquise Brown is big enough for him. Rashad Bateman is a little taller. Doesn't really get the end zone targets either. So Mark Andrews looking to get those end zone targets. And he's he's got like a six-plus targets past four or five games too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's, he's turned it around. Yeah. So he's getting the volume as well. So I'll tell you what. You, you've you been the master at uh, calling these out. So any uh, any two touchdown bets tonight? No, not tonight. Uh, huh? I love my same game tonight, though. Uh, it's Miles Gaskin, touchdown. Uh, Mark Andrews touchdown, Lamar rushing touchdown. Uh, then we're gonna go with so Barstool's one spot, only place I've actually saw that, uh, found this bet. Uh, a lot of places have their either rushing or receiving. They don't have a combined, but Barstool has the rushing and receiving yards combined. And Miles Gaskin on there is only combined. It's like sixty three and a half or something like that. Really? First, first combined rushing and receiving. Figure he gets 15 carries and four yeah. targets. I mean, Jesus, it's kind of hard not to do. Yeah, I'm gonna take those chances with that one. So that's in there as well. And then Lamar over 65 rushing yards, I think, is also in there as well. Uh, that's 40 to 1. Yeah, I'm going to jump on that. Yeah, I, love, I, I, I love that Barstool does that because you're right. No one else does it. And I've gotten burned trying to, like, say. Yeah. Trying to figure out one or the other, man. Yeah. But it's there, ready to go. Just, we're, we're just trying to ping another Thursday night uh, same game, man. We gave you one last week, people. Just hit. Max, 19 to 1. 19 to 1 hit. I hit another one. I, I 
talked about the other one I had. I had a little more people in it. That one also hit too. Uh, it was a good week last week. Trying to hit pick another one this week for uh, big money for 40 to 1. So trying to keep this little heater rolling. So I'm checking out the because I'm, I'm a does uh do Dolphins play in a do they play in a dome? I would assume not in Miami. Yes, they play in a dome. Oh, do sure. they? Pretty sure. Hard Rock's a dome. I'm pretty sure. Look at that real quick because I am interested in what the what the weather's like because it seems like the fucking last twenty primetime games have been all shit weather and we've got to deal with bullshit. So Dolphins. Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Hard Rock Stadium's a dome. Um, it's not the stadium, blah, 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 blah. Uh, new addition, cool designs. However, the partial roof does not hold back heater sun. No, it's not a dome. Okay. Yeah. They're talking about rain tonight. Go figure. Yeah. 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, which definitely, uh, you know, benefit the Ravens. Cause that's all they fucking ever play. In, and all they ever do is run the ball. So, uh, benefits Lamar and Gaskin, who are uh, my players of the night. So, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And also the tight ends, you know, short, short plays. Looking for short plays, big targets, big hands. All right. So, not to take up too much time here, but I want to try and do just do a real quick lineup. So, who's my best? Who's my best value for captain? Obviously, Lamar. Value? Um, I think there's three of them. Maybe just Uh, seven. Uh, Jacecki, Andrews, and Gaskin, I think, are the best values for captain just because of their target shares, how, what they're going to look like, the points, stuff like that. I think a reach for captain is Rashad Bateman. I have a Rashad Bateman lineup as well. Hmm. Um, kind of gives you a little more wiggle room to work with, stuff like that. Um, he gets the targets since he's been yeah. uh, off injury. Uh, but uh, the three I just said are the best value. The best, the best captain is going to be Lamar. But the problem is it's hard to pick and choose who you want there with him. All right, so here we go. So I can do one. I got I got Bateman as my captain. Okay. I've got Mark Andrews, Gaskin, Jacecki, Jackson, and Smithy. Smith, Smythe. Pretty sure I had the same lineup. That's not bad. Pretty sure I had the exact same lineup, Tim. I like I said, I already had the Rashad Bateman lineup ready to go. I'm pretty sure that's the one I just made. And then I think I'm going to do one where yeah, I'm going to do the exact one I just made. The <laughs> one with Lamar as my captain, and then I'll have like maybe the Ravens defense and the two kickers. I think that might help some. You going both kickers, huh? Yeah, I mean, because I mean Lamar's fucking twenty thousand as in the captain spot. Like, it's oh, insane. I know. And then I, I want to get Gaskin in there too. Um, so Jesus, man, it's. You these actually while I'm at it. Have you have you been doing any of these flash drafts? Uh, yeah, I don't care for them. It's whatever. <laughs> You're fine. I mean, that's that, see, that's that's the ultra degenerate stuff. I was doing flash. I was doing flash bets on DraftKings on Monday night. That was that was about as generous as I wanted to get. Uh, let's see. All right, and then I'll go just a bunch of old Duvernay. I'm gonna put him in there. Oh shit! Need me to put him in there. Tucker yeah, he's 48, I believe. Remember correctly. And then I can get oh should I go define I don't really want Freeman in there. Oh, there's Bateman. All right. So I got then I can go I'll go nine hundred with someone else real quick. Sorry guys, we're just trying to build you the best lineup possible. And the least you can do is have patience with us after we gave you a nineteen to one parlay on Monday night. Gave one Monday night, that was six for six, two and two for three last night. 
And two for three yeah. on Sunday. That was, close, that was a close one last night, too, with fucking Pacers Nuggets. If that was yeah. – if goes to overtime, we're good. It's just unfortunate. I didn't, uh, Karis LeVert was a game time out about an hour beforehand. Didn't realize he was out. So, if Karis LeVert, if I'd known that, I probably would have gone under there. But that's all that one was. It, it just it was just unfortunate that learning that Karis LeVert was also going to be out instead of, just, instead of just being Joker. You like uh, you like the spread tonight at all? I believe it's seven and a half for uh, – Ravens? Sure. I mean, I guess, man. I don't – like I said, man, the Ravens like to play down their competition. Mm-hmm. I hate saying it because I like the Ravens. I like their team. It, they it find just, themselves in a lot of last-minute drive scenarios. They find themselves in a lot of comebacks and trying to trying to figure it out and trying to get back into it. Uh, just same thing as Vikings. They did against Detroit. Like, they, they play down to their competition when it happens. Mm-hmm. I think they're figuring it out, but I mean, look, Miami's not terrible. They're really not. I don't understand why they only have one. Was it one or two wins? Like, they, like the rosters, the roster for Mento is not that bad. But so they they can compete for most games. But we'll just, we'll just see. I don't know. I really don't care for the spread tonight. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I might throw I might throw the the Ravens in like minus two and a half into like a parlay or something, but I might probably won't touch anything because I can see them winning on a last minute, last second field goal, per usual, low scoring yeah. game. I think the the over under in this game has got to be like I think it's I think it was like forty six, which is kind of high. It's forty six. Yeah. That's a little high, but uh, you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's where the the real bets lie. I think it's more along the prop lines as far as uh, Gaskins getting his, obviously Lamar getting his, and then these these can be teased down too. Like, you know, what, what do you have? Would you say Lamar over sixty five yards rushing? Hold on one second. It's in our group chat. You, you, you easily go for a hundred. Oh easily. yeah, it's like it's not even a question, man. Like, you know, over sixty is pretty goddamn safe. The uh, miles over sixty eight and a half for rushing and receiving combined, and then Lamar over sixty four and a half rushing. And then the touchdowns for the other three, for him, Gaskin, and Mark Andrews. Gotcha. That's a very doable same game for forty to one. Yeah. The only thing is, uh, you know, I think I don't think the Ravens will not have many opportunities down in the in the red zone. But you know, if if Andrews is getting a touchdown, then that may take away from the touchdown that Lamar could have ran in. But, yeah, they should score plenty. I'm not worried about the Ravens scoring. Yeah. Main touchdown I'm worried about is more Miles Gaskins touchdown, but I think he's going to be the workhorse for them tonight anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, also, big news of the day. Let me get your thoughts on uh, OBJ going to the Rams. I hate it. Yeah, it does. Uh, I got I got Cup in uh, Joe's league. So yeah, I got Cup in Jeff's league. That I'm number one in. I don't think Cup. Look, Cup's not the issue, but I got Van Jefferson in a couple leagues. There's he's just sitting on a bench. Who's a good replacement for bye weeks, and now he's nothing. Mm-hmm. Van just drops off the whole board. Now whoever has now Robert Woods owners are even. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. That's the tough part. Do you think if they don't lose to the Titans last week that they make this play? They make this trade or this this pickup? I don't even know why they made the pickup, man. <laughs> to be quite honest, the receivers are good. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. Uh, to be quite honest, I mean, whatever. It's talent. OBJ is really good. He's gonna he's gonna thrive there. It's gonna be disgusting. And I said, I said it before the trade even happened. I was talking to a couple people about it. I said, I said, depending on where OBJ goes, if you can get your hands on him now, he might be a game winner or a league winner for you. He's got that got that got talent still, and he went to the correct he went to the correct kind of offense for him to thrive in. It's a pass heavy offense that they they're fast paced, they score a lot. Um, the Rams look to be up and down the field a lot. 
Sean Vay looks to throw those receivers on the outside. So, I mean, if you can get a hold of him, man, he could change your whole team around. Rams 8-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not saying that. Stafford's still Matt Stafford, so let's get that straight. I got to start looking at these weekly specials on fucking DraftKings. These shits give out some bangers. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I'm not seeing any good ones yet, but uh, no, there's a couple good ones already. Me and Tags already looked at them. This is on DraftKings. I, don't, I know. I think Fandos have better ones. I know it's on DraftKings. Oh, is, is it on DraftKings? Or yeah. Just DraftKings? All right, but um, so yeah, so that's the breakdown for tonight. Obviously, you know the, the Ravens are the much better team, and they've got uh, you know, explosive players everywhere, and you know yep. Hollywood Brown could could go easily for you know he's kind of been this player now that's going to get you a 40-plus yard touchdown every goddamn game. You know, he goes the first three quarters without fucking recording a reception, and then, you know, before you know it, he's got you 15 points off of a, a long reception touchdown. So, uh, yeah. pretty, pretty easy slate tonight. Um, I like it. As as the star players really, really showing out. All right, moving on to uh, the rest of the week. We got for week 10, um, your favorite locks of the week, starting out with the under – 46 in the Browns Patriots. Then this is kind of self-explanatory, but let's let's hear what you got. I mean, Nick Chubb should be out this week. Uh, looking without the best player, Browns, uh, no BJ. They're gonna be run the ball, still be run heavy offense. Look, control the clock, go down the field. Uh, Pats also look do the exact same thing. They look to control the clock. They look for the big plays. They look for quick in and out stuff like that. Run the ball heavy. So these are both, these are both two offenses that are very similar that look, just look to slow the game down to their pace and run the ball a lot here. So forty six is a lot, especially with Nick Chubb not being on the Browns this week. Uh, so you're not looking. It takes away from the big the big play options. So you don't really have. There's no big play players on the Browns except for Jarvis, I guess. But besides that, like he's yeah, not a big play anymore. I mean, he can be, but he's got he's got the capability of doing that. That's what I'm saying. So, but the other players on the team, there's not really. Jones is also their big play player now. Their big yeah, player. but that's when he's freed up by OBJ and Nick Chubb and everything else. So he'll be the second guy out there, and, and there'll be there'll be more there'll be more defense looking towards uh, Don Peoples Jones this week. Is Kareem Hunt back? Nope. So they're going back to Jai Richardson? Johnson. Dearness Johnson and Mr. Felton. But I think Felton also had COVID too, if I remember correctly. I'm not sure. Well, Dearness did fucking pretty goddamn well when they did have him in. Yeah, but this is a different defense now. The Patriots, Patriots are pretty good at trying to attack your uh, your strengths. Yeah, they're uh, slowly, slowly creeping back in the mix, especially with fucking Buffalo losing to the Jags last week. Patriots are one a half game out of first place in the fucking AFC East. Well, when you got the best coach in the NFL, man, it makes it quite simple sometimes. It really, really, truly does, Tim. Well, I mean, their fucking strength of schedule has made it pretty goddamn simple too, with the exception of the Chargers. Come on, it's not that easy, is it? Yeah, fucking. You you pointed out like two weeks ago they played the fucking Panthers. Are you kidding me? The goddamn Jets, the Texans. Just glad you listened to me. Yeah, I no. did. <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to my my inner stuff too, knowing that Bill Belichick ain't shit. But you stop that right now. It's a conversation for another day. But they, I mean, there is some value there in taking them to win the fucking AFC East right now. I think they're like plus five hundred. I mean, there's no value. The Bills got that wrapped up. Thanks, though. Yeah, the Jags is a fluke, man. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what the hell happened there. I didn't watch much much of that game. I was kind of working during that they time. They the ball. They couldn't move the ball to save their fucking life. It was a fucking – was it 69 was the yeah. 
But, that's, but the Bills' offense is not going to just put up six points ever again this season. They won't put up less than fifteen ever again this season. Yeah, I mean, they they're top of talent wise. They definitely got uh top of the league. But moving on, the good old Bucks coming off coming back from a bye week yeah. with a, a week to prepare, get to go up against the Washington football team playing in Washington. You like the minus nine here? Yeah, I mean, why not? The Bucks should crush them, man. I mean, Washington is not good. They're last in defense. Their offense is terrible. None of their players are performing how they should. I mean, I mean, don't be wrong. I'm happy to see it because I was preaching they're going to be bad as shit all year. So this is just this just makes me look fantastic. You were there was a lot of talk about that defense. Oh yeah, I, I, dude, I preached they were not going to be good. I preached the defense would be bad. I was preaching Antonio Gibson was going to be a bust, and that's what same thing is happening right now. Like it's just not. The team is not good. Uh, they got a lot of things to work on. They got to figure it out. And the Bucks come off a bye. They've everyone healthy. They're rested. They're ready to go. Um, yeah, they they could win by shit twenty. To be honest, Dallas came off a bye last week too. Yeah, uh, y'all aren't the Bucks. <laughs> y'all are Dallas Cowboys and did exactly what you do all the time. Well, I mean, does it does it pique your interest at all that Washington gave them troubles in the playoffs last year? Not one bit. Okay. Different team. Obviously, yeah. the, the mindset's different in that organization right now, man. It's just – it is not the same. I feel you. All right, moving on. We've got the Rams minus three and a half in an interdivision inter, inter game playing in San Francisco. Obviously, it's kind of not that far anymore uh, with the Rams being in L.A. But uh, you like the Rams minus three and a half here. I'm assuming this line's going to move probably even further up for the Rams. But uh, I doubt OBJ plays this week. He won't. He won't have any practice. He won't be playing. Even even still, though, man, like the oh, I, oh, I agree. Three and a half. So three I love and a half this. Very very low. Four ers have not played good the past couple weeks. Just got blo- just got blown out by the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. Yeah, Colt McCoy, baby. Doesn't um, make any sense. Uh, so what's the story with Jimmy? Is Jimmy the starter still, or is uh, is Trey Lance back? Uh, at the moment, Jimmy's still starting. As long as he's healthy, he started the last couple games and he came back. I see. Uh, should be uh, Jimmy. Yeah. But look, either way, Trey Lance is going to have growing pains. Jimmy Garoppolo's not that good, to be mm-hmm. quite honest. Um, thank God they got Debo Samuel to save all <laughs> everything that's going yeah. on in that offense. He's been a low-key fantasy fucking ace this year. Man, another one I preached before the season. Crazy. Yeah. Debo, uh, where was he at on your uh, on your on your top one hundred? Oh, very high. What was he? Oh yeah, uh, I have to fact check you on that. Oh, man, what's going these sleepers? Are the Bears? Are the Bears have a bye week this week? Yeah, thank God. So I got to be heartbroken again. All right, these sleepers um, from what is quite possibly the best three and four team of all time. We've got uh, Carson Wentz playing the Jags this week. Yeah. Carson Wentz been playing out of his mind, and, and the Jag, I mean, and the Colts are really fucking good. Um, no, they're not three. What are they? What are they? Four and four? Three and four? Who? Oh, three and four. No, they can't be three and four. Four and five. Excuse me. Yeah, four and five. Four and five. Um, really good team, man. Like on all sides of the ball, and just have ran into some really good fucking teams and had some bad luck. But Colts are a great four and five team. Carson Wentz has been playing really well. Him and um, Jonathan Taylor obviously click on you know with Jonathan Taylor running the ball and also catching the ball out of the backfield. And then our boy, who I'm going brain dead on right now. Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr. He's really came into his own as well. He's good for a touchdown, what seems like every game. 
Um, playing against a Jaguars team, though, that might be, you know, it might be building some momentum with the big with the big win over the Bills, where they scored a total of nine points. But um, I, I still think the uh, the Colts take take this one pretty easily, and Carson Wentz could have another three touchdown game. Yeah, it's, it's just gonna be a big come down game for the damn Jaguars anyway, man. I see that the Colts just having a lot of opportunities on offense uh, to just take care of those Jags. I mean, Jags to beat the Bills—that's basically a Super Bowl right there. They got two wins. They already beat themselves from last year, so they're just gonna—it's gonna be a phone-in game in in Indianapolis this week, honestly. But yeah, and I was really close to taking the Colts with the spread, but minus ten's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't trust that at all. I'll season down maybe six and a half. That's what I've been doing and finding pretty good success with it. Is these teams that are like minus ten, minus twelve? I'm like, okay, well. I don't know about all that, but they are a touchdown better than this team. So I'll go like minus six and a half yeah, to exactly. uh, get a little bit more of the get a little bit more of some points. But um, this was an interesting one. Javante Williams of the Broncos playing the Philadelphia Eagles. You need to look at the stats from last week, then, if you think that's an interesting one. Well, he's just got Melvin Gordon there as well. Who's, who's, he went for 114 against y'all's dumbasses. 114, yeah. Tim. If he has a TD, he's a top running back of the week last week. And and that's what's up, but I mean that doesn't take away from the fact that he has another solid running back in the backfield. I mean, play them both, dude. They've been fine together. Play them both if you want. I don't care. But the Phillies' the defense is not that good against the run. Uh, it's, it's it doesn't really stop a lot. It's Javante Williams can have a good game, man. I'm I'm very impressed by the kid. He's, he's he does a lot. Uh, he's starting to get more and more touches from Melvin too. Um, but I mean, like I said, this is just a, it's a sleeper. It's us. It's us. It's a guy. If you want to start over someone who you're iffy about and I, and I full hardly have it go, go for Javante, man. Javante's have a big week this week. Philadelphia does give up 119 yards per game. So that is, uh, even if, even cool. if, you, even if you split that between two of them, that's 60 is 60 and the Sega's gets touchdown. He's got 12 points for a sub in for serve sub for whoever you're looking to sub in for. I'll take 12 points from a bench player who I'm just plugging in for the week. Speaking of bench, bench player, that uh, moves us on to the next uh, sleeper for the, at the wide receiver spot, and that's James Washington against the Detroit Lions, who I will never bet against again. I will never bet for for the rest of the year. I'm, who? I'm over the Lions. Oh yeah, you can't. I kept, having, I kept having this weird fucking rationality that's saying, I'm "Oh, like, man, they're, they're not bad. dog shit." I'm not that bad because they did actually play their first couple games close. I don't care. Yeah, no, 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 no. I had, I had to, I had to correct tags on this dumbass shit too. They have three <laughs> close games. One is only close because the 49ers were up forty points and didn't care anymore. Two is the Ravens who play everyone close, and three was the Rams game, and they still almost won by double digits in that game. Every other game they've lost by double digits, including a lot of twenty pointers. <laughs> hey, I'm not arguing. I know, I know, I know better now. Watch this week be the week, but no, they're not going to win. It's definitely not going to be. But James Washington, um, you know, he he had some success on Monday night. You know, Ben obviously Ben Big Ben trusts him, um, so you know he'll get you five to six targets a game. Probably capitalize on three of those, and one of them could be for thirty to forty yards. And what you're hoping for is the touchdown there. Well, not even that. I mean, if you look, I mean, no Juju's out, so he's the third receiver right now. But even if you looked at the game last week, they did two end arounds with him in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Rushing plays, got him out, got him in the backfield. He got thing gained five and another five yards maybe on him. But I mean, if they're looking to involve him that kind of way now, especially with Juju out and put him in more of those end arounds like they do with Claypool and stuff like that, 
his upside's a little bigger this week, especially against a terrible Detroit Lions defense where the Pittsburgh Steelers should have so many opportunities to score. Yeah, I'm going to look up uh, what what he's at on DraftKings as far as a salary standpoint. But 38, if I remember, somewhere around there. It's like 38, 39. Much. Is that a, a day game? I'm sure it is. Most likely. See our boy Washington. 3,500. So I'm pretty sure that's the, that's the bare minimum, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, no, 3,000 is. But 3,500 for uh, you know a guy that's, that's gotten his touches, especially with, like you said, Juju being out. Yeah. Um, yeah, three targets last week. He did have those two on the ground. Yep, he had one catch for 40, I believe. Yeah. yeah I mean, like he's, he's getting the opportunity. And against the, Lions def- against the Lions defense where he's going to be in the game for the most part, even if they're up because he's a third receiver, he's mm-hmm. going to have a lot more opportunities this week. Agreed. All right, moving on to the tight end sleeper of the week. We're looking at Mr. Dan Arnold from our boy Trevor Lawrence. We did just speak about this game, um, you know, playing in Indy. Indy's been able to put up a lot of points here here recently, um, and Dan Arnold's been getting some looks over the last two weeks. He's got 17 targets, and this yeah. man's 3,500 on DraftKings, folks. That's yeah. value town. Yeah, he's starting to not be the sleeper soon, man. I'm not sure how he's 35 with those with those target shares because not a lot of Titans above him are getting those amount of targets. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, fuck, dude. 10, 10 two weeks ago, and then seven last week, and he's converting on him. He had eight fucking receptions two weeks ago. Four last week, so he's he's getting he's catching well over half of his targets, and um, yeah, I mean get him in the end zone, he's in the fucking twenties. At the moment, he, at the moment, he's just looking he's looking like Trevor Lawrence's number one target at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's what it's looking like. He's he's getting the target shares. He's he's, he's producing with it. Um, he's more of a receiver tight end anyway. Yeah, uh, doesn't look to block a lot to begin with, so he's looking to be more out out in the field no matter what. Look, I mean, if if, if Dan Arnold should be available nowhere, if he is, go snag him. Uh, if you're in any fantasy least, period, but he shouldn't be able to nowhere if you're in fantasy football. Uh, he's just gotten too many targets. You don't you don't see a lot of tight ends with this kind of target share unless you're a top five tight end in the league right now. Um, so I mean, he's he's, a, he's great value for DraftKings, hundred percent. I'm I'm look start him against the Colts defense. Um, even if, even if at thirty five hundred, he gets me nine points. Like yeah, that's value, baby. Yeah, he gets me, yeah, he gets me three catches. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking for I'm looking for ten minimum from him, but. Even nine, I'm not upset about. Even thirty five hundred, it just gives me a lot more room to work with on on the slates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interest. That's uh, I did not expect him to be thirty five hundred. I totally expected him to be at least high, you know, high four thousands and that low five thousand. So um, that's definitely some value there. We need to get a post out about that. That's insane. Um, last but not least, this defensive st- sleeper of the week, which looking at you know from looking at it it's not even that much of a fucking sleeper anymore is the fucking Titans defense now look at their value on DraftKings now look where they're set they are bottom 10 on the on the slate for the weekend bottom 8 they're 2700 2600 uh for some know. reason they're they're even lower than the team they're playing against who's the who's the Saints yeah that is defense is real too though yeah that's cool they're playing the Titans offense though who just just showed they can do whatever they want even out there Henry so mm-hmm. for so for the Titans to be as good as they've been playing recently on defense, to be playing a Saints team with Trevor Simeon at quarterback, and for them to be lower than the actual team they're playing against, it doesn't make any sense. So the value there, especially for DFS, is insane. Yeah, if you look at their last three games, you know they've played three of the best offenses in the league. They played the Chiefs, who you know I know they're going through their struggles, but they're still fucking very explosive. 
They played the fucking Rams, who obviously may be the best offense in the league, and then the fucking Colts as well, who are very underrated and, and score a shit ton. And they've had – over those last three games, they've had five picks, they've had two touchdowns, and they've had ten sacks. Yep. It's and it's they're playing at home, again, against fucking Trevor goddamn fucking Simeon. What's going on, DraftKings? I'm not sure, but i tell you what. Dan Arnold and the fucking Titans defense will be in all my goddamn lineups. I'm looking to do the same, buddy, and I'm telling you, I think Javante is going to be in a lot of mine too, man. Let me check him out real quick. because I'm, I'm telling you, I think he's going to find his way to a lot of my lineups, Tim. He's 5,000, so he's definitely uh, – yep. Yeah, I mean, he, he he gets the targets. You know, he's got 11 targets over the past three weeks. Um, he's got fucking 30 carries – over 30 carries the last three weeks. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the, the, obviously at 5,000, dude, values values definitely there. It's value town. Yeah, playing at home. I hear you. I like it. I love it. I want some more fucking of it. All right. So I tried so hard. Can't get away from Dan Arnold. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, sleepers of the week. We got Carson Wentz playing against the Jags. We got Javante Adams against the Eagles. James Washington against the Lions. Dan Arnold versus the Colts. And the Titans versus Trevor Simeon. Yes, folks, that's correct. Trevor Simeon is a starting quarterback in the National Football League. It's fucking crazy. Again, somehow. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, do you know? I mean, fucking Taysom, Taysom Hill or whatever. Is he not fucking sucking off? I don't know why he's not starting, to be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, I know he had a concussion shit going on, but like, I, I don't understand it. I'm pretty, sure they, I'm, I'm pretty sure the name they named Trevor Simeon the starter again, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, oh yeah, let's let's talk some NBA real quick before, before we shut this bad boy down. Um, sure, let's talk about those Lakers that made us all that money last night. Yeah, that was crazy. because I had a parlay with uh, it was like fourteen parlay for like ten to win like fucking thirty bucks, and yeah. the Heat were in it, and uh, he texted us like. Heater, uh, the Lakers are ten to one right now, down seven, like six minutes to go. And I'm like, huh? I like, okay, I put ten on it, like, you know, pretty much just takes out my other bet. But because uh, I did expect the Heat to win, but ten to one Lakers, you got AD, Russell Westbrook, Melo. Well, Jimmy went out in the first quarter. Yeah, and then yeah, and then was something, so I'm like, okay, I don't understand this right now, but I, I'll fucking run on it. I wish I would have put a fucking hundred on it, but oh, I I put a hundred on, not that I put a hundred down on him because because when he texted us the first time around, he was like, and I just won. I was up two hundred dollars last night for the bets oh. I made last night and stuff like that. So went into it and he texted and said that, and when I looked at it, they were up two, but still plus money, and I was like, oh, why would they? I mean, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna snag this right now. Why not? Mm-hmm. And then after that, they went to the ten to one, and I was like, and I and I missed it while I was working. I was like, shit. Yeah, they were a plus money the entire fucking night. Even when they were go, even when they were up, they were still plus money. Like, yeah. and I get it, Miami's having a great season, but like talent wise, Miami's not fucking with the Lakers. That's just that's just straight up. Like, I, I get oh. Tyler Hero, especially yeah. without Jimmy Butler. Yeah, especially without Jimmy Butler, absolutely. Um, so yeah, you like the Heat plus five tonight. Heat are giving up points, uh, or getting points, excuse me, against the Clippers, playing in L.A. Plus five is a lot, even without Jimmy Butler. I mean, but those teams are actually very similar. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you still gonna have Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo. To be honest, talent-wise, against the Clippers right now, the Heat might be better at the moment. Uh, but just Paul George at the helm. I mean, Reggie Jackson is playing good. But I mean, 
for top heavy, the team is for the, the Heat. That this might be a better off like team right now. Plus five is a lot for a very very similar teams. Yeah, and again, you know, he played good last night. Just the Lakers were on fire offensively. You know, they Ooh. they were Malik Monk was stupid, huh? Malik Monk was stupid. Yeah, Malik Monk did go stupid. He oh. I actually came in a flash draft and won a little bit of cash on that. But um, Get away from those flash drafts. Wait, it's too. It's fucking funny shit. It's a sweat. Um, and the next game we got the over in the Pacers at the Jazz, over two sixteen. Mm. So I know Jazz, Jazz can score their respective points. Um, is is Lavert playing? Do you know any, any, any I'm news? I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be tonight. Um, I looked at it; he was still questionable, but they say it was trending towards. Oh no, nope, trending towards playing. No, that's I think that was last night. Yeah, but it's, it's just trending. Even so, man, I mean, the Jazz could just – Jazz could put up a ton of points anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at like a 115 to – I mean, might be more than that, 120, something like that. Uh, but, I mean, I'm, it's Pacers – I mean, that, that that game last night was historically low scoring even for an NBA game. They the, the two teams, Nuggets and Pacers, they almost covered the over still. Yeah. They had like, I'm going to say it was like 50 apiece at half. They were less than 50 apiece at half, I'm pretty sure. Like, it was very low scoring going into halftime. They're just supposed to start off very slow. And with the pace of play the Jazz do anyway, they're going to speed up the other team to play with them. So, I'm looking for a more high-scoring game from the Pacers tonight. I heard that. So, we got Heat plus five and the over 216 and Pacers Jazz. All right, well, let's make some fucking money. We gave you guys the fucking plays for tonight. We gave you the plays for this weekend, NFL-wise, and we just gave you the fucking plays for the NBA. We'll give you the lock, same game parlay. We're going we're gonna back-to-back Thursdays hitting big on them. That's what I like to hear. You got anything else? No, that's it, man. It's been a good week. We've been running hot. Let's keep the heater going. Keep the heater going, baby. If you're listening on fucking Twitter, make sure you follow. Uh, hit us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Do all that. Leave us a fucking review. Uh, leave us a rating, five stars, of course. And if you're listening on either of those, make sure you check us out on Twitter, fucking Instagram, Fucking TikTok, it's all the same at Bet the Best Three. We'll talk to you later. Let's do it.